Blog Talk Radio. about that, but <clears throat> got it done. Anyhow, so WrestleMania, WrestleMania 37, an event that featured a crowd at Raymond James Stadium. A few of my friends on the list, my friends list, was in attendance, and they were in enamored. They were in awe. They were enamored. They were in awe of the spectacle of WrestleMania 37. Now, Correctly, the very first match of night one was McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Universal Championship. Sorry, I can't really announce as good as that dude. And I miss him in NXT because of the way he would announce certain people. So... I must say I was a bit disappointed, but then I realized, wait a minute, Lesnar may be in the picture, and as sad as that may sound for me to be codependent on a guy who barely showed up at all in WWE, that's okay. It's okay. The match was, uh, it was decent uh, for the most part. The consistency, though, with WWE and the way they, um, they do things, uh, you know, you never know. So, Hard subject to change, maybe. I don't know if they're they're probably most likely as a build, and I didn't look at uh, the results for Raw, but I will probably go over that, folks, on Wednesday. A bit groggy from uh, the shot itself. Um, anyways, so <laughs> WrestleMania 37 was two nights, and I think it's better that way because. Let's face it, I mean, six hours of action is very difficult to undergo. And I think the commentary team is very, very thankful that it was separated again. Uh, that little social science experiment that they tried, you know, last year for WrestleMania 36. Um, I applaud them because a lot of people be telling me that they canceled their subscriptions Peacock for $4.99. So, okay. And now I just see 
a headline that reads, Bray Wyatt breaks silence and cryptic message after Alexa Bliss betrayal at WrestleMania 37. So, mm-hmm. Samson and Delilah. Okay, yeah. One betrays him. Wyatt's message is definitely creepy. But in the case of Alexa Bliss, indeed, turned her back on the former WWE Universal Champion by betraying him. All right. So, yeah. Alexa Bliss did kind of help Orton with that distraction with the black liquid flowing off her face, but that was night two, so I'm going to cover night one first. Listen to scene getting embroiled in a rivalry is a possibility too. The Viper is concerned. Hmm. Okay, um, I love how people automatically assume they know what the wrestling business is. Just reading this comment right here, why should Vince listen to fans? They know nothing about the workings of the wrestling business. They think they do, but trust me, they don't have a clue. Just watch, buy merchandise, and leave the booking to people who are in the know. Hashtag fans suck. That's not necessarily true, dude. I mean, there are times when fans, we, know exactly what's going on. And unfortunately, at WrestleMania 37, it was kind of like, it wasn't bad, it wasn't good, it was just plain-ass okay. And I'm glad there was a crowd. That's the one thing people are missing the fucking point about, is there was a crowd. And it was nice to hear reactions instead of seeing the virtual crowd at the Capitol Wrestling Center or... The Thunderdome, you know, which is, and they can't use it all the time because the Rays will have night games, trust me. So I'm assuming that some people would know exactly what I'm talking about the Thunderdome and all that shit that's been going on since the pandemic. So I did, you know, watch with a few friends and it was okay. So <clears throat> Drew McIntyre versus Lashley is the only thing I can remember because it was such a blur. And so, winners, I've got to read the Bleacher Report for the first time in a while. Uh, so, let's see. Three titles changed hands. I want to... The triple threat was a bit disappointing. I will, seriously, I mean, I didn't mind, but I'm sure that certain people did because they canceled their subscriptions. WWE's Peacock. It's only $4.99. I mean, I guess they got their money's worth, right? So, um, <laughs> night one. Let me see here. Let's say Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, night two. They beat Natalia and, and uh, Tamina. So, what was the point of the number one contenders winners, right? Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. I think that was a cool match because, you know, these two literally can give you a preview or snippet of what's going to come, you know. 
So I'll just get to go off night two. Seeing as how CBS Sports kind of went out of order just a little bit. Uh, Sheamus versus Matt Riddle. The bro kick when Riddle was about to moonsault in midair. Ow. You know, Riddle's lip looked completely busted open. So two Monster Factory graduates, by the way, were kicking ass. One of th- or two out of three. Because Damian Priest, you know. Um, so it was it was a very good match. The Intercontinental Championship, Apollo Crews versus in uh, so let's see here. To me, and I think me only, this match kind of well, the perfect analogy would be the Black Panther, a Nigerian drum match. That's really that's a really good match. Raw Women's Championship, boy, you know. I don't think it's her being crapped all over, actually. If I'm being honest, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. There's a reason why you call Rhea Ripley up to the main roster. If she's going to come up and make no impact, then it makes no sense for her for Asuka to retain the title. That's just my personal take on the whole deal. Because if Rhea got called up and then was to lose, then fans would bitch regardless. So, as always, the Cats 22 with certain title matches and certain ways certain people book things. That's fine. And it's not just Vince that books this shit. So we really need to get this correct. Okay, Roman Reigns, Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Um, It was a decent match for what it was. People are bitching and complaining about the whole results because they wanted Edge to win, right? Imagine if Edge were to win the championship. If he has some damn good matches and... What comes after? But let me explain something to you all. There's got to be a reason behind the madness, a method behind the madness. And I just don't see – I could see him being a champion, don't get me wrong. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, wrestle underscore radio underscore at Brian Rails on Twitter and wrestle radio network forward slash Facebook.com to discuss WrestleMania 37, NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, Anything you want to discuss, folks, is on the table right here, right now, on Wrestle Radio Network. I apologize for the late start time, folks, and it was really, really tiring And um, after the shot. So, I, okay, so, night two, uh-uh, no, no, no. Okay, no, I don't want night two. I want night one. Thank you, Vinny. Oh, that's nice. Have you got me water? Well, of course I'm on live air. Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair was the main event. I know this. If I'm going in order, this is what (laughs) Bobby Lashley versus McIntyre already went over. It was okay for what it was, but I'm surprised that Lashley won. Friends and I were surprised, too, in the room. Naomi and Lana versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke versus Natalia and Tamina. Natalia and Tamina won that um, gauntlet match, I guess it was, or elimination to face Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, very good match. Uh, Seth Rollins won the match, and it was, you know, that was a decent back-and-forth match. So night one wasn't terrible. Raw Tag Team Championship, the New Day versus AJ Styles and, and Omos. Yes, it was uh, 
Well, Moose needs some ring work, though. He's a very intimidating figure, but he needs some work because Xavier Woods kind of moved his hand over to that skull crusher, you know, head shrinker, whatever it calls it. AJ Styles and Omos are the new tag team champions. It wasn't a bad match. Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. I was worried because I thought Shane was going to defeat Braun because sometimes the McMahons in the book, you know, you, they're going to get results uh, crowd-wise, crowd reaction-wise. I mean, Braun Strowman did rip some of the cage apart and actually drag Shane McMahon to hell and back and threw him over and, and under. It was a very good front foot bump. Sorry, this sound like a terminology mark. But Shane landed it safe. And then Braun Strowman running power slam one, two, three. And the man is Braun Strowman, thank God. Because if Shane won that match, I would have said, oh, boy, I I would not have given up, but I'd be like, what am I getting myself into while watching it? So Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Um not a fan. Bad Bunny never was and never will be. Don't care for him. But if you must, the payoff was that Bad Bunny and Damian Priest would win this match. And I'm not going to go into detail because I did not like that match at all. Um, (laughs) So the SmackDown Live Women's Championship made history. You know why? First ever time in history to African-American female Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair Headline to WrestleMania in a main event WrestleMania. So it's history. Sasha Banks, you know, no matter where you put her, no matter how you categorize her, she can tell a fucking story. So at the end of night one, you got, I don't know about you all, I was happy that Bianca Belair won the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. It is a big deal because as Sasha retain, you know, a lot of folk would be upset. So I guess it's the 50-50 booking at its finest. So I must tell you, <laughs> there's there's really nothing I can say about night one except for the Lashley, yeah, the booking for Lashley to keep the championships kind of retarded. In my, just in my opinion, because if there's a build that goes on after this, Great, more power to you. I don't know how much fans would be intrigued with Lashley as champion. Some may say, well, he's okay, and he can wrestle. And my thoughts are, yeah, he's okay, he can wrestle. But he's boring as fuck and really can't carry a tune when it comes to an audience. So some may say, oh, he's great. You know, I really like his entrance. Or, oh, he's great. He can be a good champion. I dig to differ because... A man can barely fuck talk in the mic, so obviously he's afforded MVP as representation of himself. And two, I really don't care at this point whether people say, well, it's history, you know, he's champion. No, look, this was a different time period, you know, and wrestling and Lashley was champion. Of course, it would raise a lot of eyebrows, dude, but at the same time, are we really going to dwell on the fact that Results are results, and we should be grateful, and this, that, the other. So the people listening thinking, I'm going to start my rant now. I'm not going to speak now forever. Hold my peace. 
I'm just going to be honest with you. I really feel that WrestleMania was kind of a crapshoot again. Ever since the philosophy is, if you don't have fans, you better make it a good show. But for some weird reason, if there are fans, let's fuck them over again. It wasn't a total crapshoot on night one, but night two, there were tidbits that made me think, okay, maybe I should just watch WWE when there's no audience again. No, it's it's more along the lines of, are you guys doing things for a reason? Yes. Uh, may we know the reason? Sure, if you watch Raw and SmackDown Live, the follow-ups of each, there's always a reasoning behind what they do, even if it's a really shitty one. Because night two, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defeat Tamina and Natalia. Because imagine Natalia and Tamina as champions. So I understand that one. <coughs> also, Matt Riddle versus Sheamus. Wow. I mean, it wasn't a terrible match. Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Wow. So, here's how I view WrestleMania 37. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It just made people have a lot of question marks yet again. And I'll explain here in a few minutes because I've literally been on air for 18 minutes. Wow, time drags sometimes. So... Here's the deal. The following show contains several expletives that will be used throughout the course of the show. If you have minors under this following content, it contains expletives and language that is not suitable for minors under the age of 18. If said minor goes and repeats it to said school principal or teacher or authoritative figure at school, I am not responsible for the repercussions that come thereafter. So, without further delay, yours truly is about to go (laughs) as cheesy as this fucking sounds. Wait, off the rails uncensored is a coin cash raise and a show is created soon thereafter on March 7, 2016. Any reproduction or likeness thereof of... Or phrase using the phrase off the rails uncensored will be punishable by <coughs> will be punishable by without permission. Forty five dollar fine will commence, and I will be richer. Forty five dollars, Garum fuck teed. All right, so uh, let's do this thing with a bing. I'm not using the truck. Please hit my music. Now 
Okay, so a lot of people are telling me they canceled their subscription to Peacock because the result of the WWE Championship match with Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Edge. Um, well, when I gather, folks, there's just so much involved, so much invested when it comes to WrestleMania, and no one can... Show me different because, well, <laughs> there's just a lot of shit that goes into planning for WrestleMania. There's a lot of booking that people will disagree with. That you know, for me, it was a crapshoot because one, the crowd returned, and two, the crowd returned, and three, knowing that the crowd returned. Does WWE go back into their style of booking of, well, we'll give them what they want, I guess, on some results. Or the other half, we're just going to say, fuck it. Uh, it is the way it is. If they react a certain way, unless they already subscribed and bought our merchandise, they're sitting fat and pretty. A bunch of rich cat, fat, rich cats sucking up all the, you know, sucking in all the royalties and, and looking pretty. I don't. I don't think that they would purposely have a show that would say, fuck the fans. I mean, honestly, guys, if Vince and them sat there saying that because they invited you guys in, you know, all 20,000 of you, for those of you who enjoyed the show, mazel tov, dudes. It's not easy sitting in a rainy Tampa Bay setting and then proceeding to uh, – watch the matches that unfold because I remember sitting there at WrestleMania's 29 through 35 and having people ask all the time, oh, you're so, you know, how do you do it? Look, WrestleMania has not always been the greatest of shows. And, and do you know why that is? Because of the way things have been booked in the past, and people don't get that, must be patient to see what the end result is. But if the end result is complete crap, then you start to question, okay, should I stay with it? Should I not watch it? It's one of those question marks in your head that go, okay, if I was to watch this the next night on Monday and then... Tuesday in NXT and then Friday for SmackDown Live. You never know. Because WrestleMania used to be one of them things that you watch and you go, okay, got to watch the shows after because those are usually the best times to fucking watch it. I think the few matches that were disappointments were, la- okay, three of them were for me. Lashley versus... McIntyre, the triple threat match, the championship with Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. You want to keep this rung up. I think a lot of fans kind of miss having a good result because if you don't, then there was going to be cancellations from Peacock, and those are the fans that wanted so badly for either Edge to win or Daniel Bryan. I personally wanted Daniel Bryan to win, but, you know, I'm not the guy sitting behind the the 
booking decisions or guys, gals, whomever decided for that victory to occur. So, um, yes. So the results aren't what you wanted. And it is kind of annoying that in every which way you turn, you look at AEW and it starts to look very, very promising from that perspective. But, see, jumping ship really doesn't help matters for some because it's a crapshoot. Let's just say it's a fucking crapshoot. I didn't like the results because, number one, it's not – it wasn't very – Entertaining just to see Roman Reigns stack them up like Corkwood. One, two, three. He did what he said he was going to do. Roman Reigns, that is. And the results spoke for themselves. Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. Man, what a match. And what a night made in history. I thought, you know, certain matches went really well. I just thought certain matches also could have been better. So, in other words, it wasn't bad, it wasn't good, it wasn't different. It was just, it was one of them nights where you wanted to either stand up and scream and go, oh my God, the Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton, I mean, she turned on the scene after being with him for how long, for what, two, three months, and now we're killing that story because why? (laughs) I don't know. Alexa Bliss may join Randy Orton. They go back to being normal. I have no earthly clue, folks, what the fuck's going to happen in the stories because now we're going past WrestleMania and getting and starting to build for SummerSlam because this is how it works. WWE sometimes has great booking and sometimes their booking is a bit shitty. That's wrestling, though, because you're in wrestling, you know, booking shitty. I don't, like I said, I'm not a part of the production staff. I am not a part of um, who now goes for the results. But I am going to tell you right here, right now, as a fan watching WrestleMania 37, I kept telling people, man, the results may be shitty, but there's a fucking crowd. And as performer, as a former worker, I was not on the main roster, was not ever, you know, a part of anything major, but I can tell you, hearing the crowd boo, cheer, get up, start chants, that was my main thing when I watched WrestleMania. Now, some may say, oh, shitty, I can't believe you're this optimistic, or, you know, look, I can rant and rave all I want about how WWE did the fans wrong. They did, considering the fact that you get a crowd back, and now we're back to the philosophy of, oh, we can give them 50-50 booking. Oscar keeps getting crapped all over yet. Dude, look, we can say she got crapped all over, but, really, you know, calling Rhea Ripley up to main roster for her to lose, you know, it's a catch-22 sometimes with fans. You're not going to satisfy one group of people, and you're not going to satisfy another group of people. It's one big, okay, what can we do to put on a show if you're WWE? I mean, two nights of planning and and production meetings and all this stuff that goes on behind the scenes is very fucking difficult to, you know, fathom. 
about what WWE officials go through and what the workers go through and the preparation for this. Because this is the first time they had a live show since WrestleMania, not WrestleMania, since the Royal Rumble in 2020 in Houston, which I was in attendance for and others were attendance for. 47,000, okay? 47,000 people. We're watching the Royal Rumble. Now, I don't know. Let me look at the attendance, folks, for WrestleMania. Officially, whether it was 18,000, 20,000. Wait a minute. What about this headline about Charlotte? Charlotte Flair returns, cuts the best promo of her career. So, Rhea Ripley, I'm guessing. There are multiple issues. What more? Karma's a bitch, and I'm that bitch, and no one compares to me. Okay. So she was on Raw, obviously, because they want Charlotte versus uh, Rhea. Anyhow, uh, God, I can already know where this is headed, but the point I was trying to make was it's always going to be a Cats 22 with certain fans. Oh, I'm going to cancel my subscription to Peacock. Go on ahead with that shit. Look. You have the choice to cheer for whom you want, boo whom you want to boo, and you have the choice to walk out of WWE's life and then come back into it again. Because that is exactly what goes down with certain fans. Oh, I hate the show. I can't believe they did this to us. I'm I'm with you guys in some areas when it comes to I can't believe you did this to us, but at the same time, it's not just Oscar Rhea. It was the fact that, okay, some some may feel that Roman retaining was rhetorical. It wasn't good for business. But if you don't let him retain, I don't know what kind of build there'd be for SummerSlam. See, there always has to be an ends that make meat when it comes to professional wrestling. There has to be a payoff. There has to be a comeuppance. For Roman, and the you know the post-match speech that Heyman gave was brilliant. We told you that he would still be the head of the table. We told you that he would still be the WWE champion. It's very they're amping up his heel and they're making sure that is booked properly. We're gonna pause ten seconds for station identification right here on Off the Rails Uncensored. your credentials that would make you a great promoter. 
Because I sure as hell know that I would have to gain the respect of the boys and and the you know and the gals, for that matter, to obtain a certain kind of playbook and execute. Now I'm quoting from Michael Hayes. We've got the players in place. Now all we need to do is have them execute your playbook and its plays. So. Maybe the plan was for Roman to win, but you knew people were going to bitch no matter what. If Edge would have won, some people would be happy, but they'd be dis- some people would be disappointed that Daniel Bryan didn't fucking win. And the, the friends on my friend list who currently know me, who don't know me, Chris and Columbia, you and I both know that WWE does things for a reason, and, and AEW does shit for a reason. If you didn't have a purpose behind your booking, do you honestly think that you would be a successful promoter or creative staff? I'm not defending WWE's decision by any means because, wow, you know, they're back to the let's give them a 50-50 booking. And not even that. So Alexa Bliss now turns on Randy Orton. Is it a big deal? Am I going to lose sleep over this? No. But it's interesting that that he compared her, the cryptic message, Samson, and Delilah. I mean, I can find very optimistic, positive points in this. One is if you canceled your subscription to Peacock, more power to you because you have that choice as a fan to walk out and, and claim whichever wrestling group you want to claim. But I understand this, dude. I was just fucking happy to hear a crowd react to whatever they liked, they hated. Edge got a big-ass pop from Tampa, and I was going to look at the attendance, so let me just take a look at that. Sorry, I get distracted, folks, very much so. WrestleMania, 37 attendance. All right. Let's see here. 37 observations. Tampa. Okay. There's an even bigger WWE pirate ship blocking the view of Raymond James pirate ship only. So uh, this is just 37 observations. And if you had a seat in front of the pillars, I know exactly how that sounds (laughs) or feels. So... No, I was there for WrestleMania 29, my friend. Yeah, 80,676. They didn't have that result. Uh, let's, let's see here. Official WrestleMania attendance. I thought Benny was supposed to get that for me. It's okay. No worries. Official WrestleMania. So 25,000 fans. So that, you know, that's a lot of people. 25,000 fans plus all the merchandise sales that WWE probably made off of you guys. And, and look, for those who attended the spectacle, you got to understand something. 
when you attend WrestleMania, it's not always going to be the booking that you want. I had to wait and alongside with the billions of billions of others that at the end of the day, Kofi mania and Becky winning. That's what we wanted as an audience. WrestleMania 37 was hard because, okay, for weeks on end, ever since the pandemic started in January, that that Thunderdome, let's create something new, let's give them something to chat about. Well, the booking may have been shitty, but the crowds being there meant a great deal. 50000 total, plus all the merchandise bought, all the weekend activities, you know, and virtual meet and greets and all that shit, they made a lot of money back. Imagine that. Imagine how much these people pay for front row seats, or imagine how much they pay for even a riser seat. WrestleMania is not cheap. Some may think it's cheap because of the savings that they've accrued, okay? But uh, if you're going to cancel Peacock, that's fine. It's a lot cheaper than what the subscription was beforehand, which was $9.99. And yes, we're back to 50-50 booking for WrestleMania. No matter who wins, you're always going to have a group of people that's unsatisfied. That's just pro wrestling for you. That's the gist of this shit. Now, if you didn't like the results of the triple threat match with Roman Edge and Daniel Bryan, yes, it was really a bad idea for someone to have a build leading up to SummerSlam because if you had a baby face, I don't fucking care. If you had a baby face go over, what would it approve if Edge won the match? They say that it was a payoff after the Royal Rumble. He's he now joined Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura and a few other good people who have not cashed in on the opportunity to win a WWE championship, which is sad. But you know, you, <laughs> I've heard things, and I'm not going to relay them like a gossip girl and say, "Did you know that Edge did this and had a part in this and a say in that?" No, but what I'm going to say is, yes, the results were crap. By God, the night for WrestleMania is one and two went by really quick, but I'm proud of Sasha and Bianca for putting on a goddamn good main event. I'm proud of the fact that Sheamus is now the U.S. champion, simply because look at the move that he was accustomed to, you know, trying to beat Riddle and all this stuff, but at the same time, Sheamus built himself up. Oh, the Bad Bunny match. Let me, let me touch on this. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. So now Damian Priest is the babysitter for Bad Bunny. Not a fan of Bad Bunny. I've listened to some of his music. Tell the truth, not a big fan. I wish he would go away, and I wish he would go away for good. Like, well, he has got a lot of merchandise sales and this, that, the other. I don't care. He's a celebrity that came in and got spoiled, just like all the other celebrities that have come into WrestleMania. And for me, I wish he would have gotten the crap beat out of him by The Miz and Morrison, simply because if you're going to earn your stripes in this business, you've got to take lumps and you've got to take each move accordingly in the wrestling ring. And they say, well, who are you 
Why are you so upset? Because the fucker literally comes in after three months, takes certain spots away from guys who have been working their asses off, and then gets a match at WrestleMania. Wow. Wow is all I can say about that particular match. Damian Priest has always been a stand-up dude, but I feel bad for him. Now it's like biting the bullet, you know, waiting for his opportunity. The man's very smart because it took him almost 14 years to get into WWE, and he's earned that opportunity. But at the same time, it's like, okay, maybe I guess you do take your lumps by being a liaison to a celebrity who can barely fuck work at work at all. Logan Paul getting involved this year's WrestleMania, shoving Sami Zayn down, and then trying to befriend Kevin Owens. And no, I'm not reading this off a sheet. I'm just telling it like it is. Um, I thought it was awesome that Owens gave the center. It was very Stone Cold style. You know, just waited, 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 teased, boom. There are certain things in WWE done by WWE, I should say, that we're not going to agree with. Trust me, I have been a part of Mania 20, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, and 35. It wasn't until Mania 35, folks, that we got what we wanted. And I'm afraid of watching anything else because, I mean, let's face it. I'll go to Arlington for sure with a bunch of my friends. If we're going to have ourselves a fucking blast is all I can tell you. Also, if need be, we can always tune into the competition and watch the same old shit. I'm not talking about wrestling match-wise. I'm talking about... Oh, yeah, I am talking about wrestling match-wise. It's the same shit. And the division specialty match. And and then after division specialty comes the partridge and a fucking pear tree. I mean... Some may say, well, this is why I'm an AEW fan. Really? Because of one result? I got you guys. So I'm assuming that you would jump ship even if Daniel Bryan was to win the thing. I'm assuming you would jump ship if Ed just, you know, took care of business. You would jump ship if Daniel Bryan was a champion? No, but Roman Reigns is a champion. May not like it, may not get it, but that's what's going on right now. The fact that most people... Well, not understand that if Roman loses that title belt, what build do they have when it comes to WrestleMania or uh, to SummerSlam or to Raw or any show? He's on SmackDown Live, so ironically enough, <clears throat> these guys have been through hell before that match. I'm sorry I'm centralizing the focus, but that match seemed to be the reason why people canceled their subscriptions to Peacock. So, back in business, though, let me touch base on that. So, back in business of allowing the fans to have a really good time, back in business as in it pertains to the booking is back to 50-50, back in business meaning the merchandise sales were the only bright spots for Mania 37, 
Knights one and Knight two. Hmm. Here's the conundrum of canceling. You never know. You never know. Something good may happen in a few weeks make you resubscribe. But I'm not going to change anyone's mind as far as it comes to making sure that the booking is crisp because let me just explain this. There are a lot of fans and only cancel it but that swore off WWE for a very long time. I don't blame them. I just I mean, after a while, it gets old hearing, I'm going to cancel my subscription, but oh, I guess I might, I might as well come back. That's very bandwagony. It's not very, it's not very promising. If, you, if you're a fan and we can't be optimistic about shit, then what are we doing in this world? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the whole Roman Reigns winning, the, uh, retaining the championship shit. What I am going to tell you is, though, a lot of people still like him. A lot of people still follow him. So how do you not go with the whole gimmick of let's milk it for all it's worth? I mean, imagine if Cornette was with Roman. It's a bit old school, but it's not the same, you know, as with Paul Heyman amping his character up and helping and not really giving a damn about what's said. That's the thing. You have a champion who is a draw. If Edge was a champion, how much draw do you think you guys could obtain? That's that's the main thing I'm trying to get at is for those of you who think you know booking, there's nothing to do with that. It has something to do with which of the talents is gonna put not put himself over but make sure people are aware that he's here. And Roman Reigns happens to be one of those guys. I don't care for the results. On night two, for some weird, odd fucking reason. Okay? Not to say that we dislike certain things. We do. So, it is what it is. You're going to have moments in wrestling that make you hate it. You're going to have moments in wrestling that make you love it. WrestleMania 37 wasn't great, but I think my thing was, there's a crowd. There's a crowd sitting there instead of the virtual TVs. So a total of 50,000 people were 25,000 the first night and 25,000 the next. So, yeah, it is what it is. And really... We really can't dispute the booking results because in some ways, for example, Rhea Ripley versus Oscar makes sense. You call her up to main roster and you want her to lose. Unfortunately, though, Oscar's 0-2 and we really can't say enough how much hard worker Oscar is. I don't know if she's going to stay or not. I really don't know. But what I do know is there's a rhyme and reason with each one of these matches, like why Matt Riddle lost to Sheamus, why Bianca Belair beat Sasha Banks. So they were one of two when it come to, came to the men's Royal Rumble and also, well, 
There's a payoff to everything, my friends. If you have any final questions, comments, concerns, uh, possibly next week Sean Dunn will be joining us on Wrestle Radio Network. I will have to fix the caption on one of the photos that was uploaded. Unfortunately, Sean had something personal to take care of. And, um, you know, family always comes first, above a show, above anything. So, Sean, next week, let's do this. So, anyways, long story short, WrestleMania 37 may not be what we all agree with because we're always going to have jousting opinions on who should have won and who should have gone over and why it should have happened. Again, you guys aren't fucking bookers. So leave that up to the fucking main office and let's go, all right? If you canceled your subscription, I don't give a fuck. I, that shit annoys me. On fucking live news feed, I'm canceling my subscription. Okay, good for you. Do you get a brownie after that? Just trying to touch base with what's going on. No, I mean, it's not impossible for WWE to have good booking. But Charlotte Flair returning the night on Raw, genius. But now, the Oscar Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Because you know they're too lazy in some instances, but you know, Overall, it wasn't bad, it wasn't good, it wasn't indifferent. It was a freaking car. That brought me to WrestleRadio Network. That brought me to the attention that, holy shit, we need to change things up just a smidgen. So yes, WrestleMania 37 may not have been your guys' cup of tea. Guess what? It's going to entertain you regardless of whether you have it or not. It's like a spoke, like a spoke on the wheel. People can always... Pass you up or replace you. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Get about it. Little bitches, I got to get some rest for work. 